Well, here we are again. Uh, thank you for joining me at the Film Survivor Podcast. This is your host, Tom Santilli. I do cover Survivor for RealityT.com. And, of course, as always, you can find all of my coverage uh, as well as all of my movie reviews because I'm the national film critic for Access.com. You can find all of that on Twitter, at Tom Santilli, and on my website, TomSantilli.com. So let's just get that out of the way. And, uh, yeah, we're going to be talking about Survivor. Uh Episode 4, I guess, or 5 you could call it, too, if you count the two-hour premiere as Episodes 1 and 2. But anyway, uh, yeah, the episode uh, just aired last night, and we are going to be talking about it. So if you have not seen the episode yet, uh, please pause this podcast or return to it uh, when you have seen it. We're about to spoil some stuff. So, got it? With that, we're about to spoil. You've been warned. And, okay. Survivor Game Changers, man. How do you follow last week uh, the epic, uh, historic uh, Tribal Council with Malcolm being voted out? Uh, How do you follow that up? Um, With an equally impressive, eh, maybe not equally, but very good episode. And now two straight weeks, uh, Game Changers has definitely put itself on the map. There was a little lull there, it felt, maybe after the first, uh, the, after the premiere episode. Episode 2 maybe wasn't the strongest episode we've ever seen. Uh, I was already getting some early feedback, like, you know, this isn't as good as, you know, Millennials versus Gen X, which was an awesome season. But, um, wow, I mean, I think Game Changers has uh, stepped up the game, and I'm I'm super excited to see how this shakes out. I mean, you got a lot of people playing the game. Uh, you know, JT... Uh, call him what you will, <laughs> but he is definitely a game changer. Uh, he <laughs> he swings for the fences. Uh, it's arguable, you know, how good he is in the game without uh, a guy like Stephen Fishbach on his side, uh, but we'll get into that more. But anyway, yeah, today we're, I'm going to be talking to JT, JT Thomas, of course, who uh, was just voted out of Survivor Game Changers. Uh, I would say with an idol in his pocket... But he didn't even bring his hidden idol to tribal council. What's up with that? Well, uh, I'm going to ask him about that and more. Uh, my interview with him, again, coming up. Uh, but let's just touch on the episode real quick. Let's uh, you know talk through what we just saw. Um, man, I, you know, I beat it to death, but you got to love Sandra. I do, at least. <laughs> She's a, she has increased her, her, uh, her status from villain to I think it's safe to say now that she's a survivor supervillain. Uh, people hate Sandra right now. I'm getting all kinds of feedback on Sandra. People threatening uh, stop watching a show. My mom is one of them. She's like, I'm done with this. She was pissed after Malcolm. Uh, I haven't talked to her yet after JT, and I can't I can't wait to hear what her thoughts were from that. But uh, man, oh man. So JT goes home. Uh, didn't even bring the idol with him to tribal council. Of course, the whole sugar thing happened uh, between him and Michaela. You know, of course, stirred by by Sandra. That was a classic Sandra move to me. Sandra this season so far has really been putting herself out there. I think that it's part of her strategy to kind of be, you know, somebody like a, the heel that you want to take with you to the end. You know, I think that's she feels that's the only way she can make it to the end is for someone to think that she can't win. And if she's being abrasive, that's just one more thing she can do. But this week, this was more in the vein of classic Sandra. Uh, doing a little 
thing behind the scenes just to cause some strife around camp. And it worked like a charm. Uh, JD bought it up. Uh, the whole, you know, Sandra ate the rest of the sugar, knew that JT would be getting, you know, blaming it on Michaela, and uh, he did. Michaela, to her credit, um, kept her cool at camp. And <laughs> she, uh, that was awesome what she did at Tribal. I'd never seen that before, but uh, yeah, you know. In comparison to last week's chaotic tribal council, you got people running around, whispering, panicking, their hands and their you know uh, on their faces, just not knowing what's going to happen. You know, cut to this week, you have Michaela calmly pouring herself a cup of tea uh, while the votes are being read, <laughs> and uh, that was his classic. And, and poor JT, man, you know, I, I thought he was going to save himself with that idol. He really should have. Uh, why not play it? I mean, after everything that just went down the last week, you know everybody was kind of gunning for you or blaming you uh, for what happened with, you know, the vote for Malcolm. Just wasn't to be, though, you know. So, uh, you know, what else this episode? You know, we got we got a couple other things that happened. Uh, Ty found another, uh, didn't find the idol yet, but was shown finding a clue to another idol. Uh, kind of a mysterious clue, something about, soaking a board underwater or something like that. Well, we'll have to see where that goes. Uh, and then you had Sarah over at the Green Tribe, which we have not even seen at a tribal council yet. Uh, you have them, um, you know, uh, Sarah trying to kind of reel Troisane in, which the audience knows has an idol. Sarah does not, but that could end up being a very good ally for her if she could keep that little, uh, you know, relationship under wraps. So... Lots going on. Everybody's playing the game. Sandra is dominating it. I love that Werner was in the mix, too. You know, he's not just a sheep who's going along with things, but he was the deciding factor today. And uh, he, uh, his decision to go with Sandra and Michaela and vote out JT was actually against Aubrey, who is now kind of uh, facing <laughs> her first real dilemma in the game, uh, where she did not know about the vote. It did not look like it anyway. So lots to get to. Uh, again, I'm going to be talking to JT here briefly. Next week's episode looks freaking awesome, right? Uh, all kinds of craziness. As uh, Jeff Probst tells us, you know, the twists just keep coming this season. They're keeping these returning players on their toes. And uh, it looks like we have a, a drop-your-buff situation, which could mean merge, although it's a little bit early for that. Uh, probably another tribe swap. Could be going back to two tribes. You know, we, we'll have to see how they do that. Uh, and then, well, and that you know, we have an odd number of players, I think. So if you think about it now that I'm kind of doing the math in my head, we could be going back to two tribes of seven. And then, of course, he revealed that they're returning the concept of Exile Island. Holy crap. I haven't seen that in a while. So not only do we have Drop Your Buffs, not only do we have Exile Island, but they also showed a boat coming to the uh, shore with uh, a returning Survivor player. What could this mean? Returning to do what? Uh, what impact will it have on the game? We'll have to find out next week. Uh, so, yeah, there you have it. Uh, so what else do we want to talk about? Uh, I, again, I, I appreciate you listening to this. This has been phenomenal, the, the reaction to this podcast thus far this season. I uh, really appreciate it. I like the, uh, 
interaction and the, the feedback I've been getting, and I, I do appreciate your time and, and listening to this. Let's grow this thing. Uh, we'll talk a little bit of movies. Just briefly, I'll kind of mention what's coming out in theaters this week, what you might want to pay attention to, what you might not want to pay attention to. Uh, but we'll hit all that after the interview. Uh, so with that, here is my interview today with JT Thomas, voted out of Survivor Game Changers. Hey, hey, JT, how you doing today, man? How you feeling? Uh, I'm all right. I'm being better. <laughs> well, you know, I'm, I'm a huge fan. I'll start off by telling you. I'm a huge fan. It was great watching you play again, man. And uh, nobody can call you not a game changer. I mean, every time you go out there, you, you swing for the fences. I appreciate that. Yeah, I, I do, man. I, I always leave home saying I can't be scared to make a move. I mean, I feel like to really win the game and, and to and to make the game yours, you know, you have to do something that's going to be risky. Um, and unfortunately, I had to do it earlier than I wanted to in this game because sure. I really got a bad draw. Yeah, that was not cool. Being the only person on you know, on your former tribe to go to the to the new tribe with all you know people that had been together. But let's uh, let's start with um, you know I, I'm sure you you've been asked this before today. But uh, <laughs> let's talk about um, that tribal council last week with with uh, Malcolm. Um, walk me through what your intentions were, what your move you know what the ideal move would have looked like, um, and how the aftermath would have been as opposed to what actually happened and, and what went wrong. Okay, um, it went so completely wrong in the fact that Malcolm was like my tightest ally, him and Aubrey, in this new um, that I had. And I had Malcolm and Aubrey won over 100%, but uh, only if I had the numbers. Obviously, they can't vote with me and, and me not have the numbers. So um, I had to either get Sandra, Varner, or Michaela either on board or out of the game mm-hmm. in order to, to finally take control, you know, just to control my own destiny in this new tribe. So... Basically, um, you know, the plans were to get rid of, uh, out of those three, Sandra was definitely calling the shots. I mean, Varner was going to do whatever, excuse me, whatever Sandra wanted at any time, and we knew that. And McKayla would also follow Sandra, um, you know, whenever she wanted. So uh, this was an opportunity. We shouldn't have been there. We should have won the challenge anyway. Malcolm and I were dominating the challenges together, so the last person I wanted to see gone was Malcolm. Right. But until I until I got something done with the number situation, I was always going to be on the bottom at every tribal. Aubrey and Malcolm would have to vote me out because I didn't have the numbers. Um, and they said that, and I knew that. You know, so my goal was to somehow, some way, get the numbers. And in order to do that, um, I had to get them going. This was an opportunity. I had Cole Pepper, one of my tight allies, somebody I, I felt like I could trust. We started the game together, made a pretty strong bond. And here was an opportunity for me to potentially, you know, save somebody on his tribe and return. All he's got to do is just vote out Sandra, who's a huge threat that needs to go anyway mm-hmm. off my tribe. So it seemed like, you know, if Culpepper was going to uh, betray me, I don't think he'd do it yet. You know, is my way of thinking because yeah, I'm not asking much out of him here. Sure. Uh, vote yeah. out Sandra off my tribe, you know. So I thought about it and thought about it. My first, first thing I wanted to happen was maybe we could vote Ty. Because mm-hmm. I knew same with Ty, if somebody on that tribe had an idol, it was going to be Ty. I knew it 100% because Ty always looked for the idol, mm-hmm. and I know how he played the first week of the game with me. And uh, so I'm thinking, okay, if there's a chance they got an idol, it'd be Ty. Let's vote Ty and, and, and just let it see what happens. Well, Sam do that. It was going to be her way on the vote. So I said, okay, well, i got to hear her out see what she says. 
Brad may have an idol, so let's vote Sierra Thomas. They'll never see it coming. So I'm thinking, okay, now how can I work with this? All right. Um, I could get the other tribe to vote with me maybe uh, and vote out Sandra, but then if I, they didn't vote like I said and I voted Sandra and when it didn't happen, I was definitely a dead duck in the water. So I had to uh, – I voted Sierra with my tribe, and, and in the event that they didn't have an idol, then what I told Culpepper wasn't going to make any effect anyway. So – I would still just be taking, trying to get something done, but may or may not. I didn't know if they had an idol. Mm-hmm. So I decided last minute to uh, to try this move because in my mind, uh, it made all the sense in the world for Culpepper to, to just honor the, the deal right. if I helped him out. So it didn't work out. Uh, the last thing I expected or wanted to happen was him to vote Malcolm out was because it- he was obviously my best. Yeah, was it a mistake to to not include Malcolm in your in your plot there? Like you know, because I when I talked to Malcolm last week, yeah, he mentioned too that even if Sandra would have been voted out the way that it went down, that he felt like he might not have been able to trust you because of what happened. Do you feel like that was a mistake not including him and in what you were planning to do? Um, and actually, I, I tried to. Uh, Bring it up to him, but he was uh, he was against making any moves until okay. he had to. That was Malcolm's Malcolm's gameplay, and I I tried to find a way to do it without him uh, because that was my only way. You know, I was going to be able to do it. He wouldn't have he wouldn't have any part of it. Um, so you know, instead of uh, asking for permission, I was going to ask for forgiveness because he wasn't on board. He wasn't on board doing anything risky um, because he was safe. I wasn't. Right. You know, that was the thing. Um, he, regardless of whether I had the numbers or not, Malcolm was safe. Um, and that's why, of course, he didn't want to stir the, stir the apples, you know, stir the, stir anything up. Right. Basically. And Aubrey, she was on board 100% with anything, but, um, the less people I told, the less people that could leak. So I kept it to myself and I didn't know I was going to do that until that, until that tribal that night. Um, and it's just something I said, this may be my only chance to get, secure the numbers. Can I trust Culpepper? And I made a judgment call there that uh, bit me in the butt. Obviously, you know I had way too much stock in Culpepper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he hung you out to dry basically. But so had 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 he gone along with it though and voted out Sandra, do you feel like you would have been able to win Malcolm back over by convincing him that that was the right yeah. move? Yeah, no doubt, um, no doubt. Um, because I could have told him, you know, I mean, let him know, hey, you are one hundred percent safe. You know, it's easy to do that once he once he he is safe. You know, mm-hmm. sure. Um, so I think. And no, no problem uh, winning them over. And Aubrey was there 100%. And Varner and, and Michaela would have had to uh, fall in place. I mean, Varner would have fell in place right away. Sure. He was going to do whatever who was in charge told him to do. He was trying to buy a ticket to, to merge. <laughs> you know, that's all he was there for. And it was clear to me soon, quickly. Um, so, you know, it's basically just cold pepper left left me out to dry. I mean, mm-hmm. he done it intentionally. That was a bad thing. Um, and Haley came over and done the same thing, tried to get her former tribe mm-hmm. to go with her and vote out Brad. You know, same <laughs> same situation. She just tried it her way, and, and I tried it mine. Um, sure. And Sandra and them would have done that in a heartbeat, but they were scared Brad had an idol. Uh, um, so they wouldn't do it. That's the reason they didn't vote Brad. No. Um, and, you know, I regretted it right away. It's not like I'm proud of that decision I made, but uh, in my defense, I mean, I, 
I'm, I'm trying to save myself here. I'm on the bottom. I got to do something. I can do yeah. it now or I can wait until I have no time. You well, know? I, that's what I wanted to ask you about too. Like you said, I think that it's, it's difficult. You know, you're, you're a previous winner. Um, you know, you're JT, you're a hero of the game. You played the first survivor perfect game. Um, there was brief talk during the premiere. You know, I think it was from Sandra and Tony, like about how, you know, the winners really needed to stick together this season. Um, that obviously didn't, <laughs> didn't go, you know, very well. Sandra voted out Tony, um, and then you and her were kind of at odds, you know, of going after each other. Why do you think? Um, why do you think you guys all had that much problems, kind of working together? And uh, and and as as far as looking back on it, do you think it would have been in your best interest the long term had you have been able to work with Sandra? Um, no doubt, Sandra and I could have worked done well together, and I wanted to play with Sandra. Um, but Sandra played a different game this time than I've than I was expecting. I mean. She was very, uh, you know, in your face of, you know, just, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Sandra's always, always going to be, uh, it felt like it is kind of like kind of person in my opinion, but, um, this time she, she didn't play anything safe. She did, she's out in the open about everything. And I guess just way more confident and, and, uh, you know, less logical than I think she normally is. Um, you know, I, Malcolm was gone, you know, and, and she's like, you know, you know, we're gonna need, we need you, to, you know, we're gonna need each other right here to stick together, and that's part of the reason why I felt confident enough not to bring my idol mm-hmm. um, was because it made no sense for Sandra to to eliminate the only person that had any contacts with the former Nuku, and the only person who had any you know uh, capabilities of helping her beyond this point in the game, um, you know, like a you know, a Vaughn, I told Vaughn the same thing, you know, when we merged. We can make sure, at very minimum, y'all won't be the next to go. I'll, I'll, I mean, I, y'all, you know, you got me working with you here, and I've got some pretty strong alliances over there that I feel like will be able to help us at least give y'all time to get roots in the ground, you know, mm-hmm. versus being picked off in in that exact order like sitting ducks, because that's what's going to happen when all the former Nuku members merge or swap or whatever. Right. May happen. There's Sandra and Varner there. Well, it's a no-brainer. They're going to be the first to go, and I thought that. <laughs> Surely Sandra would understand that, you know, but she let a, a vengeance, a revenge vote, um, you know, make her decision for her, basically. And uh, Malcolm was actually, you know, he was he was on board with me already. I mean, he was ready to vote Sandra out already if we had the numbers. Mm-hmm. So it's like she she done it basically. She let a, a, a payback vote or vengeance vote make her decision for her, and uh, I thought it was a bad decision. Was there any point during that last tribal council, like, was it a complete blindside, or was there at any point you you were like, oh, crap, I, I wish I would have at least brought my idol with me? Yeah, oh, yeah, right at the <laughs> end, I mean, right before the vote, when Michaela seemed so confident, and, like, she got, you know, more and more bitter, which showed me how confident she was, mm-hmm. and it just really just kind of just made me think, oh, no, surely not. You could feel it. And I just kind of thought about it. Yeah, just a bad feeling. And, you know, all I could do then was just hope for the best. I mean, Aubrey was blindsided too, but she was on board 100%. Sure. And um, it just really, you know, I can't see the logic behind the decision, but, hey, they, they're still in the game and I'm not. So what can I say? How much did that whole sugar situation, how much did that um, make you focus more on Michaela? Like, do you feel like had that not have happened, you might have, you know, thought that you might have been the target a little bit more to where you might have brought the idol with you to tribal? Did that I think that thing definitely, you know, it all made sense to me watching the show because I didn't know Sandra instigated the whole thing, but uh, I did know yeah. before that 
Sanders, for some reason, had a fixation on the sugar thing <laughs> because he kept bringing it up. It got kept like, you know, almost pitching us against each other about it. Right. Like, you know, just bringing it up over and over. Well, now it all made sense because that was her, that was her thing. You know, she knows that's what she was doing, and it was and it worked. I guess you could say because I, I you know, I didn't bring the idol. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the sugar thing was just. And Michaela had rubbed everyone wrong far earlier than that, and I mean it was it challenges. It was tough. Everyone had to deal with their challenges. Lauren and Sandra included. Um, you know, they, it was tough for them too. I know because we would all try to come up with a good strategic plan for these challenges, but it got to the point where we let Michaela to tell us what she was going to do, and then we would all try to best help the, the team after that. You know, I mean it was just anything we recommended was not right for her. Mm-hmm. So it was, became a point where you know we may not win, but we got to please her first at every challenge. So it was it was a nuisance. I mean, it's so aggravating for everybody <laughs> that I mean, it was. If you ever had anyone you wanted off your tribe, this is the person. Sure. So and everyone agreed to that, but they were willing to suck it up and put up with that to get rid of me, and I, that's not what I expected. Well, my my final question for you. Yeah, I I hate to bring this up, but I do have to ask you. You know, you're, so you, again, you played your very first time. You won the game, the perfect game. Uh, the first you know first player to ever win unanimous vote, never get a vote cast against you. But the second time you played um, at the Heroes vs Villains reunion show, the audience you know voted your move of giving Russell the idol um, as the dumbest move in Survivor history. Um, was that a sting to your legacy at the time? And, and how would you, where do you kind of categorize or, or, or put your performance this time, you know, on, on the scale of, uh, your past performances? You know, I, you know, obviously I regret not winning every time I played no win, but, mm-hmm. um, and here it was, it, it turned out not to be a great move, mm-hmm. but the, the move was unprecedented to begin with. Sure. But when it, when it doesn't, you know, necessarily, I took all that into consideration, and what should have happened to that tribal was it should have been a lockdown tie vote, five to five, mm-hmm. um, because no one knew to play to give Jerry Manthe an idol uh, until Amanda leaked to party who we were voting for, it. and that kind of burnt me, mm-hmm. because had it been the five-five tie like it was supposed to be, we knew Russell wasn't with us at post-merge. Okay. Once we merged, it was never, we're dependent on Russell anymore. We knew we were in trouble, and we didn't give him an idol. Right. So we were, our game plan was to go in here and stick right guns, 5-5, five, five, and worst case scenario, draw rocks, which would have meant I was safe. But Amanda suckered up, <laughs> suckered into Parvati's web before the tribal and told her who we were voting for. So she had an extra idol to pass to Jerry Manthe and save her, and that's what got me out of here villains. And I don't regret the move at all because I made an aggressive move to win the game, and you're never going to win this game without making big moves. And, and And that's just the way it goes. And so... You know, I got it didn't work, but I'm not. I wasn't playing for a legacy. I'm not playing for second place. I'm playing to win the game, and I give it my best and do everything I can to win. But you know, and I'm going to stay as loyal as I can to my tightest alliances as long as I can, and that's that's the only way you're going to have people willing to give you a million dollars. Yep. What Russell people like Russell never understood was that you're playing a losing game, man. You're playing for second place at best. Mm-hmm. Why you know you just don't if you don't get that you don't understand the game. It's not American Idol fans don't vote for you to win. <laughs> People you vote out vote for you to win. You know that's a very important part of this game. And to do that successfully, in my opinion, you have to play with some kind of honor and integrity. You know, and it's just the way it goes. And and I'll always play that way. I mean, they know what they get. They're going to get somebody that's going to play a hundred percent and not be scared to take chances to win the game. That's the way I'll always play. 
Um, you know, it sucks that people have different, uh, you know, opinions about how I play or, or how good I did. But if I if I finished third, I lost. You know, that's just that's it. You know, I'm trying to win the game. I'm gonna do my best to do so, and and hopefully make some friends along the way. Well, JT, it's awesome talking to you, man. I I for one was happy to see you back, and uh, uh, you know, sorry to see you go, but I love the way you play, and uh, best of luck to you moving forward, man. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate that. All right, take care. So there you go, my chat with JT Thomas. Uh, yeah, and like I said, uh, next week looks like a great episode, uh, and we'll kind of see how it shakes out. Uh, dropping your buffs usually benefits people, and it also obviously hurts some people. So somebody is going to be on the, the wrong end of that luck, uh, and we'll have to wait and see. So again, uh, you can get all my stuff, realitytea.com. And follow me on Twitter, at Tom Santilli, my website, TomSantilli.com. Uh, briefly, though, let's hit on, uh, let's switch gears and talk a little bit of movies. This week, uh, you know, Beauty and the Beast is the big movie that's out in theaters, of course. It's dominating uh, the box office, shattering records. Uh, if you haven't seen it yet, I recommend that you do. I liked it. I thought it had some issues and some flaws, but I liked it. And everybody else is going to like it, too, so... Why be, a, why be a critic about it and be all snobby? Just go see it. Uh, this weekend, you got the much-talked-about Ghost in the Shell, starring uh, Scarlett Johansson. Uh, a lot of controversy around that. That was a, a, a classic, uh, you know, famous, popular uh, comic book uh, anime uh, out of Japan, uh, Ghost in the Shell. And uh, there's some controversy over kind of the whitewashing of casting Scarlett Johansson in the lead role. Uh, I saw the film, and uh, I can tell you about it, but not until tomorrow. I'm on an embargo on a lot of these movies, so you will have to read my full review of that movie. Again, you can follow me at Tom Santilli. You can check me out. I'm the national film critic for Access.com. Uh, so Ghost in the Shell, the big release this week, but also we're going to see, uh, there's a movie coming out with Jessica Chastain this weekend called The Zookeeper's Wife. Uh, that is a movie, really interesting kind of premise uh, where it's set uh, after, and actually during World War II in uh, Poland. Uh, it's about a, a, a zookeeper who houses uh, some Jewish uh, citizens and tries to rescue them from you know the uh the tragedy that was the holocaust so sounds like a deep dark movie it is uh but it's coming out this weekend in theaters you might want to check that one out and then you have a horror movie uh the black coat's daughter starring emma tom not emma thompson emma roberts excuse me so many emma's out right now in theaters gotta keep them straight emma roberts is the star of that one uh, that movie used to be called February uh, when it was released at the Toronto Film Festival a couple years back, but uh, it got re-released as uh, the title The Black Coat's Daughter uh, by A24. This is the film studio. Anyway, that's in theaters. Check that out. It's kind of a psychological, trippy horror movie. And then lastly, Alec Baldwin voices The Boss Baby, uh, the latest animated film from DreamWorks. Check that out. I'm going to have all my reviews of that up tomorrow again and uh yeah so looking forward to doing some more podcasts on the movie front i got some things cooking some guests lined up uh as we're knee deep in survivor season though i want to 
keep the focus on that, especially when the season is this good. I kind of had a thought, like, if the season were to suck, maybe I'd switch gears a little earlier. But uh, you can count on me to uh, be here for your all your Survivor needs. Uh, so next week, again, join me on realityt.com. I put out a preview article every week on Wednesday. comes out, uh, hits posts, like, maybe about 3 o'clock usually on the East Coast. Uh, usually with the preview, I'm, you know, previewing the episode. We're kind of getting you set for everything, everything you might have forgotten from the week before and kind of, you know, lining you up for what might happen that night. Uh, no spoilers or anything like that. I don't I don't have any secret information. It's all just kind of speculation and preview. And then, of course, after each episode, you can find my written recap and reaction uh, on Reality T as well. And uh, then every Thursday throughout the Survivor season, I will be here with my survivor podcast uh it was announced this week too that uh survivor game changers the finale will actually be may 24th so mark your calendars for that the season will end may 24th uh two hour finale followed by the live react uh reunion show like usual that following day i'm gonna have all kinds of interviews uh so that'll be a supersized podcast with uh not only the winner of survivor game changers but all of the uh people that were left you know going into that final episode so thank you thank you once again hope everybody uh is doing good out there hope everybody's enjoying the season i look forward to your input uh feel free to comment um this podcast is available on itunes uh it's the film survivor podcast just do a search it's also on podbean uh, feel free to give me a follow. Feel free to leave some comments. Uh, and I look forward to interacting with you and watching the show this season. Uh, thanks a lot. And with that, we will see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Film Survivor Podcast. I'm Tom Santilli. Signing off. <laughs>